Well, now, resurrection season has always been marked by more miracles and supernatural answers to prayer than any other season of the year. God has spoken to me to establish a 21-day fast leading up to Resurrection Sunday. To help you along the way, I've got a brand new day-by-day guide. It's my free gift to you. So make sure you get yours today. The borrowed tomb of Jesus of Arimathea lies empty to this day as a timeless testament to the resurrection power of our wonder-working Savior. As the angel declared over 2,000 years ago, he is not here. He is risen, as he said. Now, with a very special Easter message just for you, here's Rod Parsley. Welcome to this very, very special edition of Breakthrough. I'm at the Garden of Hope. It's beautiful here in Covington, Kentucky. This is where Jerusalem's garden tomb has been recreated in honor of God's greatest gift of love. Now today, I want to help you look at the empty tomb from a fresh viewpoint. Two men mentioned in the Gospels had a key role in the actual burial of the body of the Lord Jesus, but rarely receive any attention at all. They were Nicodemus and Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea, both members of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish ruling council at the time, and both secretly were followers of the Lord Jesus. Joseph of Arimathea was a very, very wealthy man, connected at the highest levels of society. In fact, he was able to secure a meeting with none other than Pontius Pilate and successfully received permission to receive the deceased body of the Lord Jesus from the cross. And Nicodemus is mentioned three times in John's gospel. He's an important teacher. Joseph and Nicodemus decided publicly to become seen as followers at the least likely time. That time immediately following the death on the cross of the Lord Jesus. Now, the previous night, when Jesus was arrested, the disciples, you know, they all fled in fear. At this time, when the closest companions deserted him, these two influential leaders came forward and identified themselves as the disciples of the Lord Jesus. Joseph and Nicodemus proceeded to give our Savior the respect that he never received in life. They ensured that their Messiah, their King, would not be buried as a common criminal in some mass grave. 
but in the finest tomb available, fulfilling the words of the prophet Isaiah. Joseph and Nicodemus did this, you understand, that great, great personal sacrifice. Not only did they both place their position, their prestige in peril, but they put their faith in action and spent lavishly from their own wealth. Joseph gave his personal tomb and purchased fine linen for the burial, while Nicodemus paid a very pricely sum for an extravagant amount of costly burial spices and ointment. John 19:39 points out it was 100 pounds using the temple measure, equivalent to 75 pounds today. The estimated value, over $200,000. And then they put themselves on display, undertaking the very, very difficult task of removing the bloody body of the Christ of God from the cross and carrying him to the tomb. They very, very carefully, lovingly washed their savior, and then wrapped him in the finest linen cloth. They anointed him with myrrh as a preservative and aloes as a sweet perfume to minimize the odor of death. Didn't they know that Jesus himself prophesied his resurrection from the dead in three days' time? That death couldn't hold him? The expensive ointments, the costly perfumes provided by Nicodemus were only for temporary use. Joseph's brand new tomb would only be a brief resting place for the son of the living God. His prized real estate would stand empty for all time as a witness to the world of the triumph of Jesus Christ over the curse of sin and death. Now, that first meeting between Nicodemus and Jesus that took place under the cover of darkness is recorded for all of us in the third chapter of the Gospel of John. I, I really do wish I could read it all right now, but time certainly wouldn't permit me that luxury. So I urge you, please read it on your own. Do it today. One of the most loved verses in the entire canon of Scripture comes from the late night discussion they had. Now you probably know it by heart. Here it is. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now that, my dear friend, is God's gift to you this holy resurrection season. The empty tomb is 
proof to all of us, Jesus is alive. And I want to urge you to receive that great gift today. Well, nearly 40 years ago, 37 years to be exact, I was sitting in my bachelor apartment, studying with all my heart, praying, seeking the face of God, and I heard God speak these words so very, very clearly to me in my heart, in my spirit. This is what he said. On Easter, you commemorate when I gave my best, my son, on Calvary. This one time every year, I want you to instruct the people of God to commemorate my giving my best by them giving their best. When I shared that word with our little fledgling congregation, they began stepping out in extraordinary, and I mean extraordinary acts of faith to gather together the very best resurrection seed they could. Now, many of them since that time sow one entire week's increase. Many others sow one entire day's increase. But everyone, everyone, believe me, everyone sows their very best. Well, the result of that original resurrection seed was a staggering outpouring of God's supernatural provision. It was beyond anything any of us could have even hoped or imagined. And over the years, 37 years, this has become a very specific season, a season of opportunity to receive directly from the hand of God for everyone who is connected to this global ministry by faith. And right now, I want to encourage you. Join in. Honor God's greatest gift by giving your very best this one time every year. You can do that by simply sitting down, writing to me today, including your resurrection seed offering, and never ever forget to include your very most urgent prayer needs. I'm gonna take those needs and I'm gonna place them on our altar. And then on Easter, Resurrection Sunday, multiplied tens of thousands of men and women will join me in prayer for God to manifest the miracle you're believing for. Now look, as any farmer knows, seed is important. You can never have a crop without a seed. Secondly, the soil. Well, that's essential. You have to sow into good, fertile soil. But listen to this. Planting in the right season is most critical to the success of your harvest. 
Well, this resurrection season is a uniquely anointed time to receive an extraordinarily anointed harvest, a harvest of God's supernatural provision. So call right now or write to me or just log on rodparsley.com with your very best celebration resurrection season seed. And don't forget, add those prayer requests and let you and I together believe Almighty God who resurrected His Son to resurrect your miracle. The Easter resurrection season is unprecedented in its potential for you, a season of double blessing when favor abounds. Honor God's greatest gift with your very best gift. Sow a resurrection seed of $100 or more and discover the power of the resurrection with the faith-building three-message set, Time to Live Again, plus an additional bonus DVD, Time to Live Again, Words to Live By, Dr. Parsley reading 52 of his favorite verses and companion scripture cards in a custom-made wooden box to encourage and uplift your spirit day by day. You'll also receive Dr. Parsley's new book, The Power of Double, that explains how and why God prepared this season of double for you. For every uncommon resurrection seat of $1,000 or more, Dr. Parsley has prepared a very special gift, a beautiful handmade, one-of-a-kind, specially commissioned wooden cross, inspired by the one in his own home. And he wants everyone to be blessed by his new book when you sow your very best resurrection seed. Don't delay. We must have your resurrection seed by Easter Resurrection Sunday, April 17th, when we'll release our faith with yours in prayer for your dormant dreams to rise up and live again. You know, when you read the biblical account of the ministry of Jesus, all of which culminated at the empty tomb. It's very, very easy to forget that his entire earthly ministry spanned only three short years. There were so many miracles, so much teaching, so much interaction with followers and foes alike. It might seem like his earthly ministry was longer than those three years. But let's go back, back to the beginning. The Gospel of John chapter one tells all of us that John the Baptist was preaching the message of repentance and preparing the way of the Lord. Then in verse 29 of that chapter, these words are recorded. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him, and these words indelibly stamped on our hearts. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Now notice, at the very beginning of his public ministry, the first acknowledgement of the Lord Jesus was not as Messiah, not as the Son of God, not as the king of kings, but by divine revelation 
of the Holy Spirit, John recognized him to be, hear me, the Lamb of God. So let's dig a little deeper into that truth. About 1,500 years earlier, God's people were slaves in Egypt. Pharaoh certainly had no intention of allowing his Israelite slaves to go free. So the Lord God told a man named Moses that he would send one final plague. The firstborn child of every family in all of Egypt would be put to death. Now God promised that if the Israelites would simply obey his instructions, that plague, hear me, would pass over them and they'd have no harm. Each and every family was to select a perfect male lamb, only one year old, and it had to be without blemish. And then they were to take that prized lamb, and sacrifice it, and then take its blood and paint the lamb's blood on each side of their door and over the top of the door frame of their home. As the Lord decreed, at midnight, the plague came and all of the firstborn of Egypt were put to death. But the plague, hear me, passed over every home where the lamb's blood had been applied. That very night, God's people gathered the wealth of Egypt, left the land of slavery in their rear view mirror and began their journey to the promised land. Now, fast forward with me. We're now at Calvary. Just a short distance from the garden tomb where Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, was nailed to a cross and gave his life for you and for me. Wasn't put to death for some wrongdoing. No, 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 no. He was sinless. Just like that Passover lamb, he was spotless. You and I, we're the ones that have done wrong. That's why your Bible in the book of Romans tells all of us that we've all sinned and sinners rightly deserve punishment. But Jesus Christ, the Lamb of the living God, deserved no punishment. Instead, he willingly, of his own accord, put himself in our place, the holy for the sinful. He and he alone paid the awful penalty for your sins and mine. And that's why John the Baptist declared him to be the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Now, just as the blood of an unblemished Passover lamb saved an entire family from being visited by death, so too 
everyone who accepts God's greatest gift has passed from death to life. For one reason, the blood of Jesus Christ shed for us on Calvary's angry, mean, biting being, which leaves but one question. Are you today cleansed and covered by the blood of the Lamb? Faith is the instrument by which Christ's blood is applied to all of us personally. As the great apostle Paul reminds us in Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Let me invite you to make this Easter resurrection season the beginning of a brand new life. All you need to do is accept the great gift that God Almighty has already given. And when you do, you will be saved, delivered, cleansed, washed, given eternal life by Jesus Christ, our Passover lamb. Your sins will be covered by his blood. And when God sees the blood, death will pass over you. This empty tomb signifies that on that great resurrection morning, death was forever defeated, which is why Jesus shouted, I am the resurrection, I am the life. He who believes in me will never die. Oh my, my, what an extraordinary, what an amazing gift. Behold, what manner of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God. Well, 37 years ago, the living God spoke to my spirit. He shared with me to instruct his people this one time every year to commemorate, to celebrate how he, God, gave his very best, his son, for you and for me on Calvary. To celebrate that by giving our very best for the work of the gospel. For the last 37 years, I've instructed everyone connected to this global ministry by faith, and that includes you, to join me in honoring God's great gift, his only begotten son, by sowing our very best gift. We call it resurrection seed. And the original vision is to sow one entire week's increase. Others sow one day's increase. But everybody, hear this preacher, everybody sows their very, very best. Now, I want you to join in this celebration by giving your very best. And as you do, I want to know how I can pray for you. So tell me your most urgent prayer request. And then I'm going to place that request on our altar on Easter Resurrection Sunday. 
I'll join my faith with Joni, Joni with you and tens of thousands around the world, believing for God to release the miracle you're believing for this resurrection season. So do it now. I don't want you to miss out on the blessing. Simply call, write to me, or sow securely at rodparsley.com. All the information's right there on your screen. So let's together honor God's greatest gift by giving Him, His kingdom, the gospel, our very best gift of faith. Now, expect your miracle this holy resurrection season. The Easter resurrection season is unprecedented in its potential for you, a season of double blessing when favor abounds. Honor God's greatest gift with your very best gift. Sow a resurrection seed of $100 or more and discover the power of the resurrection with the faith-building three-message set, Time to Live Again, plus an additional bonus DVD, Time to Live Again, Words to Live By. Dr. Parsley reading 52 of his favorite verses and companion scripture cards in a custom-made wooden box to encourage and uplift your spirit day by day. You'll also receive Dr. Parsley's new book, The Power of Double, that explains how and why God prepared this season of double for you. For every uncommon resurrection seat of $1,000 or more, Dr. Parsley has prepared a very special gift a beautiful, handmade, one-of-a-kind, specially commissioned wooden cross inspired by the one in his own home. And he wants everyone to be blessed by his new book when you sow your very best resurrection seed. Don't delay. We must have your resurrection seed by Easter Resurrection Sunday, April 17th, when we'll release our faith with yours in prayer for your dormant dreams to rise up and live again. Well, what an extraordinary, extraordinary experience you and your family could have right here in Covington, Kentucky at this amazing replica of the garden tomb of Jesus Christ. It's called the Garden of Hope. And again, it's in Covington, Kentucky. I want to invite you, your entire family, to come and enjoy Easter Resurrection Sunday with all of the thousands at World Harvest Church. Now we have a campus in Columbus, Ohio, and also one in Elkhart, Indiana. You can just go online, get all the information. We have amazing activities all Easter weekend long for all of your children, all the way through the eighth grade and beyond. We'd love to welcome you and your family to one of the greatest churches in the world. We'd sure love to see you Easter Resurrection Sunday. And don't forget, send me your prayer requests. We want to pray for you on Easter Resurrection Sunday. And you can also join us live on all the social media platforms and at rodparsley.com. You're in for a great, great celebration, Easter 
Resurrection Sunday. And I'm praying for God's very best for you and your entire family to begin Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day. So make sure you join us, send me your prayer requests. Joni and I and tens of thousands around the world will be praying for your most significant miracle breakthrough.